I'm Brett McGarry. This week on the Couch Potatoes, word that one of our favorite shows won't be back until 2019 after its last season finished in 2017. I'll tell you which shows we wish would come back now. Plus, I'm Jeff Braun. We'll start taking a look at some brand new shows that'll be getting airing this fall. Also, last call for the captain on Netflix. First, it's the news from the couch. Maybe it's time to let the old ways down. Maybe it's time to let the old ways down. Holy smokes, that's Bradley Cooper singing. It takes a lot to change, man. Hell, it takes a lot to try. The movie in question is called A Star Is Born. You know, man, in the old days, I always knew, like, you were going to do something, that you'd be all right. It's the first time I'm worried about you. Bradley Cooper's main co-star, Lady Gaga. Can I ask you a personal question? Okay. Tell me something, girl. Do you write songs or anything? I don't sing my own songs. Why? I just don't feel comfortable. Why wouldn't you feel comfortable? Almost every single person has told me they liked the way I sounded, but that they didn't like the way I looked. I think you're beautiful. A Star is Born is a remake of a movie that's already been remade twice. The original debuted in 1937 and won Janet Gaynor an Oscar as an aspiring actress dealing with a fading star played by Frederick March. It was redone in 1954 with Judy Garland and James Mason, and in 1976 with Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson. His new version stars Cooper as a veteran singer named Jackson Maine. He discovers a struggling artist named Allie, played by Gaga. Allie lacks confidence. He falls for her and wants to give her a boost. Hey. What? I just want to take another look at you. In all the good times I find myself longing for change. Here's what we're gonna do. We come sing that song that I love. No, I can't do that. Here, no. come on, here we go. Jack, Look at me. All you gotta do is trust me. That's all you gotta do. Then Lady Gaga sings on stage, and it's good, because, you know, she can sing good. Also worth pointing out, by the way, Dave Chappelle, one of the co-stars, you heard his gravelly voice earlier. Variety points out, to add to the authenticity, Cooper and Gaga performed at Coachella and at Glastonbury, where they shared the same stage as Christopherson. Meanwhile, Cooper is not just the star, he's also the director. Clint Eastwood tried to get this movie made for years, with Cooper as the fading star and Beyonce as the co-star, but then he suggested Cooper direct. It opens October 5th. And now here's Christopher Walken reading the lyrics of Lady Gaga's Poker Face. I want to hold them like they do in Texas plays. Fold them. Let them hit me. Raise it, baby. Stay with me. I love it. Oh! Oh, oh! I'll get them hot. Show them what I've got. A trailer came out this week for a movie that I still can't believe they made. It's a spin-off of the Transformers series. It's Bumblebee. Who are you? 
Do you speak? I won't hurt you. That's Haley Steinfeld as the young lady who buys Bumblebee. This is a prequel, by the way, set in 1987. In that first Transformer, set in 2007, Bumblebee's a Camaro. Here he's the old VW Beetle that we remember him being as a toy-slash-cartoon in the 80s. And he still has to talk through his stereo, in this case, a tape deck. You know, beat music can help you say what you're feeling. Try this. Bumblebee is not a fan of Rick Astley. I didn't take a good look at it, but that's got to be an aftermarket tape deck. I don't think they came with the VWs in the 60s. So she discovers that her car is actually a giant robot, and they become fast friends until Decepticons show up and the government starts hunting them in the form of a special agent played by John Cena. Pretty standard stuff, but this somehow looks a lot better than a regular Transformers movie. It looks cozier, more personal, like an Iron Giant type of thing. Not busy and all grotesque spectacle like those other Transformer movies. When you don't have two dozen robots and almost as many humans to make room for, you actually might end up with enough proper character beats to really flesh one of them out. I could be wrong, of course, but if there was a monster robot war, they probably would have put it in the trailer. I do still feel a little bad for Steinfeld. She was so good in the Coen Brothers' two True Grit back in 2010. Mr. Cogburn? What do you want, girl? I'm looking for the man who killed my father. The man's name is Tom Chaney, and I need somebody to go after him. What's your name? My name is Maddie Ross. I think we all thought she'd be the second coming of Meryl Streep or something back then. Starring in a Transformers movie doesn't exactly scream 20 Oscar nominations to come. On the other hand, she's the star of a blockbuster, which is a pretty good achievement. Bumblebee opens December 21st. You got people out there who need you. This is why you're here, B. Here. I like to say, everybody knows everything. What if the truth was, nobody knows anything? I got a feeling today is the day. Today is the day. I can feel him this time. I can feel him. Matthew McConaughey is the star of a movie that saw its first trailer released this week. It's called Serenity, not to be confused with a 2005 sci-fi called Serenity, which starred Nathan Fillion. I want to resolve this like civilized men. I'm not threatening you. I'm unarmed. Good. The 2018 version of Serenity looks creepy. McConaughey plays Baker Dill, a fishing boat captain who leads tours off a tropical enclave called Plymouth Island. Fortunately for him, his ex-wife Karen finds him. She's played by Anne Hathaway, and she's looking for help regarding her mean husband, played by Jason Clark. Good to see you, John. It took so long to find you. What do you say? Say I'm not called John anymore. It's funny, huh? Where would you want to find me? My husband has never seen your face. You were right about him. He's violent with you. What's this? Just a 
little scratch. Little scratch, huh? I want you to take him out on your boat and drop him in the ocean for the sharks. Hathaway's return to McConaughey's life ruins his quiet existence as he is put back into a life he had tried to forget. They say she came all the way to see you. Yes, it's about temptation. It's right and wrong. You know how in Plymouth everybody knows everything? Well, I've got kind of a big day tomorrow. I know all about your big day. Feels like everybody knows something. I don't. How do you explain that? Now he's once again struggling to decide what's right and what's wrong in the hopes he can rediscover serenity, lol. The movie co-stars Diane Lane and Jaiman Hansu, and it opens October 19th. I need you to deliver me from temptation. Are you going to take him out? You're not right in your mind. My wife says you're being a little difficult. There's something wrong. Sometimes we do bad things for good reasons. More news from the couch next, including a trailer for another Matthew McConaughey movie. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Welcome back to The Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett, continuing now with our news from The Couch. What if you could set in motion the single biggest incident of wealth redistribution in history? Their networks are getting attacked. Who did this? Elliot. Just attacked. Mr. Robot is one of our favorite shows, a crazy computer nerd conspiracy caper set in the world of high-tech and mental illness, I guess. It's been on three seasons, a terrific first season, a not-so-great second season, and then a return to form last year. Rami Malek is perfect in the role, which netted him an Emmy, which you couldn't quite believe. Please tell me you're seeing this, too. Now the creator, Sam Esmail, and Malik are teaming up on another adventure, a movie about a Muslim FBI agent who goes undercover in a terrorist cell. It's based on a real-life story embodied in a memoir called American Radical Inside the World of an Undercover Muslim FBI Agent. Not a great title. There are few other details at this point. The movie's in the very early stages of pre-production, but these guys work well together, so I'm excited to see what happens. In the meantime, of course, we'll get to see Malik as legendary Queen frontman Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody later this year. So now what? Uh, this is when the operatic section comes in. Oh, the operatic section, yeah. Mamma mia, mamma mia. Mamma mia, let me go. As for Mr. Robot, Esmail Instagrammed a photo of the writers all sitting in a room recently, so they're working on it. Christian Slater, who's also on the show, says he doesn't expect they'll start shooting before November, so it'll likely be an early 2019 debut on Showcase. The future's never been less certain. They use that to scare us and keep us in line. Tell us we're powerless to do anything about it. The truth is, we have more power than they think. So we already talked about one Matthew McConaughey trailer that came out this week. Here's the second one. That first one was called Serenity. The second one is based on a true story. White Boy Rick. How come we stay, Dad? Yeah. Detroit, son. 
Lion don't leave the Serengeti. I, besides, it's gonna be our year. I can feel it. You realize you're the worst father ever. I'm not gonna let you ruin your life, Don. No drugs in the house. Everything's fine. Not fine. You're fine, Ma's fine. Don, you. you're fine. You're gonna let her talk to you? I'm going to the damn house. Ray, stay out of it. Put some clothes on, will ya? We're going for custard. White Boy Rick is set in Detroit in the 1980s, but Ricky Worst Jr., a hustler, drug kingpin, and FBI informant, and he was just a teenager. Y'all know who my dad is, right? Y'all know what he said? Y'all know your broke ass daddy. <laughs> what you said your name was? Rick. Right. White Boy Rick. McConaughey plays his dad. Richie Merritt plays White Boy Rick, who is one of Detroit's most infamous criminals. Eight pounds, 14 ounces. Such a way you were born. First time I looked in your eyes, I knew you were gonna be bigger than me. I knew your life was gonna be bigger than mine. Look at this, Dad. Look how we're living. Let's hustle big. I know the players, man, I know the game. Hey, come on, Dad. I can do this. And we can do this. We can fix our lives and be a family again. What do you say? White Boy Rick opens in theaters September 21st. Ask yourself this. Would you believe a 15-year-old kid was working for the federal government? But he was. Whoa! Whoa! Hey. What? You all got him? This is the Cannonball Run. America's illegal Grand Prix. And it doesn't matter how you get there. It's who gets there first. Burt Reynolds is the defending champion. On his team, Farrah Fawcett. Are you one of those volleyballers? Cannonballers. Dom DeLuise and Jack Elam. Cannonball Run came up a few weeks back when we were talking about Burt Reynolds joining the next Quentin Tarantino movie. As it turns out, there's a Cannonball Run remake in the works, which may be directed by Doug Lyman of Swingers, Born Identity, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and Edge of Tomorrow fame. The invasion will fail, along with every soldier you are sending. We lose everything. Come find me when you wake up! Lyman does fun action movies well. I'm guessing you could make a fun car chase movie if you wanted to, but come on. How are you going to top Cannonball Run? The cast alone makes the movie. Here comes the competition. Well, yeah, hurry up, you little... Dean Martin. We happen to be in a race. Sammy Davis Jr. You, shorty. Where'd you get all that jewelry? Take a layup. Layup. Mel Tillis and Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> Jackie Chan. Oh, and Roger Moore as himself. I'm Roger Moore. Now, whether this remake actually happens remains to be seen. There have been other remake attempts in the past that have simply fallen by the wayside, and Lyman himself is known for dropping out of stuff like Gambit and Justice League just in the last couple of years. So who knows? We'll see. And besides, without Dom DeLuise's laugh in the end credit bloopers, do we even want a remake? This will help. No, I'm not going to hit you. I never get tired of that. Yeah, it's hard. It, it kind of at, at first it just you know you're just listening to laugh, but then he kind of gains momentum. Oh Let's actually God. listen to that again. 
this will help you. Yeah, 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 no, I'm not gonna hit you. No, I'm not gonna hit you. And you sort of, it's funny because you, you know that it, it, it pains him. Like when you're in that kind of a laughing jag, yeah. you're so exhausted and it hurts so much by the time it's done. But it's Yeah, just, your oh. eyes are watering, yeah. your stomach hurts. <laughs> you just got to stop. That's cool. I can't, how many cannonball runs did they make? Two, I Just think. the two? Uh, just the two that anyone knows about. There, If there was a third one, that is not a popular one at all. Uh, I'm just going to quickly look that up. we got about 20 seconds here. Cannonball run sequels. Can- yeah, just the, it just looks like the two of them. I know. That's good. Uh, it's been years since I've seen them. Now I want to <laughs> see them again because I know I liked them when I was a kid. Uh, coming up next, we are going to tell you about some great shows coming to global television this fall. And then we'll... Talk about some of the shows that we wish would return right now. Where are they? We want them back now. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Welcome back to The Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett. We're going to talk some TV now. And Global will put out its uh, lineup for the fall this week. And, of course, we're going to talk about it because uh, we're all the same big happy family. And our boss told us we should talk about it. So yeah. we're going to talk about it. That's right. There's one right out of the gate. It's got the simplest title you could possibly name a show. It's called FBI. What do we got? Six grenades on a chain, cell phone trigger. How much information can you pull out of that? Maybe everything. But the Bureau likes the lab at Quantico to do it. How good are you? I taught the guys at Quantico. Then go for it. If we unwind this before anything else explodes, who's going to complain? I will. You're no longer working undercover, making your own rules. You're working for the FBI now, and for me. Now do it. FBI stars uh, Canadian Missy Peregrine. She was in Rookie Blue. A guy named Zico Zaki, a lady named Ebony Noel, and Jeremy Sisto, who uh, was in Suburgatory. He was also on Six Feet Under. And, but the biggest name associated with the show FBI, of course, is the incomparable Emmy Award winning producer, Dick Wolf, who made Law & Order, Law & Order SVU, oh. Law & Order Criminal Intent, Law & Order New Orleans, not Law & Order Atlantic <laughs> Ocean. I don't know what they're all called. <laughs> All the laws and order, and he's also created all those Chicago shows, Chicago Fire, Chicago oh, PD, really? Chicago Justice, Chico- Chicago Medical, Chicago Philharmonic or- Symphony Orchestra, <laughs> <laughs> so Chicago many. Sanitation Department, and uh, Chicago uh, Waterworks. Justice yeah. failed, right? Chicago Justice got That one canceled. didn't go? No, it didn't uh, And it. the other three, that is so weird. Yeah, the, you'd think the lawyer show would be. The one with Apollo Creed. Yeah. Didn't make it. There you go. Too bad. So he's got an FBI show. It's just called FBI. It's set in New York. Uh, you know, if this thing turns out to be pretty good and people watch it, then the year after we can expect FBI Seattle and FBI Minneapolis and FBI... <laughs> Detroit and <laughs> FBI Boise, Idaho, right? Yeah, that's right. That's how he does, and he's <laughs> had quite the career. So, yeah, that's actually, I'm looking forward to that. I need a new cop show anyway. So, uh, if you're looking for a medical show, there's one called New Amsterdam. I know the history. The dean makes me tell it to every new medical director. And how many of those have you worked with? Five in five years. Will everyone in the cardiac surgical department please raise your hands? Great. Great. Thank you. You're all fired. Any department who places billing above care, you will be terminated. So, how can I help? Oh, I already don't like that guy. Uh, it's the blacklist. Ryan Agold. He plays uh, an idealistic young doctor who 
becomes the guy in charge at uh, Bellevue Hospital in New York City, and I guess he wants to change the system, man. But how many times have we seen that's going to be easier said than done? You know what I mean? Before you move on to the next show, yeah. there was a TV show. I don't know if you remember this. Fox had a show in 2008 that was called New Amsterdam. Really? And it starred Jamie Lannister, Nicholas, oh. or Nicol, how do you even say his name? Nikolai. Nikolai. Is it Nikolai? Yeah. Nikolai Coster Waldau. Yeah. And he played a guy named John Amsterdam, or real name Johan van der Zee, who was an immortal Dutchman born in 1607. And he's lived in New York City on and off since he was 14. And of course, he's a homicide detective in the <laughs> present day. And it la- I, I watched it. It was only eight episodes. I thought it was pretty cool. But yeah, uh, yeah 400-year-old uh, homicide detective. Season three of The Wire, they uh, started a project they called New Amsterdam at first. And it turned into just being called Hamsterdam. Really? So, there you go. So whatever for whatever reason, people like the title New Amsterdam. So that's a, a new Doctor show coming out this fall. There's a few sitcoms coming to Global in the fall season. One's called The Neighborhood. It stars Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, it's a comedy about him and his neighbor, who is uh, played by Max Greenfield from New Girl. Schmidt. Like. Yep. Schmidt, he can't not be funny. Yeah. Speaking of New Girl, Damon Wayans Jr., who is also New Girl, stars in a comedy with Amber Stevens West uh, called Happy Together. Well, should we watch this next episode, or should we do what we normally do on Saturday nights? Unload the dishwasher? <laughs> That's not a great little joke there, but who knows? It's only the pilot news right at the beginning. They play a married couple. He's an accountant, and it turns out one of his clients is a young hotshot uh, pop star who uh, sort of hits Skid Row and has to move in with him. So remember like when Roy moved in with the Simpsons? (laughs) That kind of... That's from the Poochie episode. Oh, the Poochie (laughs) episode. Yes. So yeah, so it's it's a sitcom. It's a CBS sitcom in the States. And it's one of the three camera jobs. So it might actually end up being on the same night as with... uh, uh, Man with a Plan? No, the the nerds, Sheldon and... Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So those guys. So yeah. We'll see. And this Amber Stevens West was in Ghosted, which I only found out today has been canceled, which is too bad because I like that show. They are going to rerun the, or not rerun, but run the remaining seven episodes that have not yet aired of Ghosted, if you really like it. But it's also been canceled and won't be coming back, so don't get your hopes up on that one. Uh, Happy Together looks like that's going to air on Mondays. Uh, alongside nine one one and Bull, yeah. and then uh, and probably and with uh, Big Bang Theory, right? Uh, For the start of the season, don't they usually do that? No, they're gonna because I think I think Fox gets uh, the NFL this year. Oh, um, so they, they, it's also gonna run right. along the other show that you just mentioned before that, The Neighborhood. So that, the oh, Neighborhood okay. and Happy Together are gonna run together. On there Mondays. you go. Okay. Um. Amy Poehler is executive produced a show called I Feel Bad. That's a family comedy starring Saraya Blue of No Tomorrow as a mom, boss, friend, wife, and daughter who is perfectly okay with being imperfect. If it's coming from Amy Poehler, I'm definitely going to give that one a shot. No Tomorrow, was the, I think, was that the CW show about the impending end of the world? I don't know. Whenever I hear No Tomorrow, all I can hear is Apollo, two, two Apollo Creed references <laughs> in one segment. Is it, is it in him who says, there is no tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. I can't, I have not watched that much Rocky. I might, I might be, uh, yeah, No Tomorrow. Uh, Sounds about right though. It's a, yeah. Okay. Now I got to 
No tomorrow quote, Apollo. Okay, I'm going to Google that while you talk about the next All right. thing. The next one is the one I'm most excited about. It's called Abby's. It's from the producers of The Good Place, which include Mike Shore, which is not, he's the guy that hasn't made a bad show yet. He was uh, a writer in The Office during its heyday. He co-created Parks and Rec. He co-created Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And, of course, he co-created The Good Place. He only does good work. So he's got a new sitcom called Abby's. It's set in San Diego. It's about a bar, but the bar is set, the bar is outside. So it's like a outside patio bar or whatever. Natalie Morales from Parks and Rec is the owner slash bartender. Neil Flynn from The Middle is also in it. Of course, Neil Flynn was a janitor on Scrubs, and he was also in The Fugitive, but that's, he was only in there for 10 seconds. So, yep. But I loved him in there. Uh, and it's, and it's, So it's filmed outdoors in front of a live studio audience, and uh, Natalie Morales runs this bar, so it looks like a good thing. That's coming back. That's only a mid-season show, so that doesn't start up till January, I guess. But that would be my pick of the whole crop there, because Mike Schur makes great comedies. And then last but not least, Dancing with the Stars Jr. Oh, my. It's exactly what it sounds like. It is <laughs> celebrity kids being oh, paired good. with professional junior ballroom dancers. And I guess the rest of the show is the same. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> uh, oh, and by the way. That reminds my famous, my famous, my favorite joke on Corner Gas. What, they had a lot of good ones. But the best was they, they kept referencing a reality show that they all watched that was called So You Think Your Kid Can Dance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that just cracked me up every time. Do you remember that one that was called kid um oh shoot it was the it was the one where they sent the kids to live in a in a little city it was on cbs yes. um oh hang on cbs real i'm just googling this now reality show about kids <laughs> kid nation yes and uh, that only lasted one season likely because there were probably complaints about child labor no doubt that was back in 2007 and it went so hard to because there are actual either they were you know breaking the rules but if they playing by the rules it's really hard to do a, you know like a big project with kids because the rules are pretty strict about not overworking in the show the children try to create a functioning society in a in a ghost town including <laughs> setting up a government system with minimal adult help and supervision but they could only work three hours a day <laughs> oh and by the way there is no tomorrow oh there's your creed rocky three he was right though because he dies in that one right this uh no he dies in rocky four oh, okay at the hands of ivan drago as far as global returning shows go mm-hmm. so they renewed mary kill people for a third season that's uh a show that uh airs in the states as well they ordered a seventh season of big brother canada so those are going to appear mid-season. Uh, other shows that are returning in the fall, so we mentioned 911 and Bull. You've got NCIS Original Recipe, NCIS Cool J, and NCIS Quantum Leap. Sure. Season 37 of Survivor. Right on. David versus Goliath. SEAL Team, the aforementioned Chicago PD. Thursday Night Comedy Block Superstore, The Good Place. Yes, The Good Place. Will and Grace and the aforementioned I Feel Bad, which is, uh, that's going to be part of that block. SWAT, Midnight Texas, MacGyver, MacGyver, MacGyver. Wow. Hawaii Five O, season 44 of Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and then Madam Secretary, and other mid-season shows. Private Eyes, that's the one that stars Jason Priestley. That's, by the way, sold in 110 territories worldwide. And uh, there's also Instinct. That's the one starring Alan Cumming. It was renewed for a second season. Elementary, renewed for a seventh season. Did we talk about this yet? No. I was, I was literally thinking this 
uh, like a couple hours ago, oh, elementary, this is probably the end of it since this season debuted in April. Yeah. Which isn't, have you ever heard of that on a network show before? No. No. Not I was like, like oh, they're just going to burn this thing off through the summer and that's it. And then they renewed, and I checked, I just typed in elementary renewed and it got renewed back on like May 12th. That's crazy. I know. I haven't even started watching the uh, sixth. It's season. good. It's much better this year than it was last year. Good. I'll get. I'll, then I'll get to it. Uh, AP Bio. That's a comedy call in, in its second season, and then the third season of Man with a Plan. The AP starring. Bio. I gotta. I gotta start watching that. Yeah. Patton Oswalt's in that, and the guy that plays Dennis on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, who actually quit It's Always Sunny to go do this. So apparently, it's very funny. Okay, so that's the global lineup for the fall and mid season. And up next, we're gonna. Sh- you actually just mentioned. Yep. One of the shows that. You you miss right now. We're going to talk about some of the shows we wish would come back. When are they coming back? You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry, Jeff Braun, we are The Couch Potatoes. We want to talk right now about some of our favorite shows that are, you know, missing in action. We don't necessarily know when they're coming back. Maybe you're wondering when they're coming back. And one of those shows, uh, we talked about it earlier, mentioned it earlier in the news from the couch, Mr. Robot. What's going on with that? Um, it's been three seasons. The first two seasons aired early in the spring, the third season, the summer of last year. And so where's season four? Cause it's summer of this year, isn't it? But no, it's not coming back until early next year. The writers have just started. Like I said, Christian Slater says they think they'll start shooting in November. So it's like a year and a half, almost two years in between seasons for that thing. Yeah. Season three of Mr. Robot debuted, uh, looks like October 11th. Was it that late already? I don't think so. I thought I thought it was summer. And it, but uh, well, I think the first one debuted in summer, but we didn't get to see it in Canada until the fall. Okay. It was on USA Network, and then Showtime or Showcase picked it up. Um, so but, yeah, uh, they're running late. Uh, yeah, I still have six episodes left to watch of That's Mr. A good Robot. One. Surprise, I'm behind on <laughs> Mr. Robot. Which I guess, so then it doesn't really matter if they take their time, right? Because Brett's got to catch up anyways. Yeah, that's right. What else is on your list? Uh, we also mentioned it just last segment. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. The last episode of that aired in March of 2017. That was season 12, season 13. It's been, it's been renewed for season 13, but they're not expecting it to come back until, oh, I don't know, late this year. I mean, those guys are busy. Glenn Howerton quit. He's the one that joined AP Bio. Charlie Day is always a busy actor. He's coming up a movie this weekend, uh, Hotel Artemis, which is funny because there's a character named Artemis on It's Always Sunny. And uh, Caitlin Olsen was in the mic and that got canceled. So she got nothing but time. But so, yeah, so I don't know. It's a, I think it's a scheduling thing with those guys, but it's a, it's a year and a half again in between seasons, which is driving me nuts. Okay. What else you got there? Well, Better Call Saul. Yeah. When's the last time we saw that? Well, it started season three. So seasons one and two both debuted in February. Yeah. So 2015, 2016. Season three was a bit later getting started. It didn't debut until April. And now... So it, would, uh, it should be, season four should be ending right about now. Yeah, but it's not starting until August 6th. <clears throat> so that's... Uh, I mean, hey, I'd rather them take their time and get it right. Which is exactly what uh, that guy's known for, because he did that with Breaking Bad. He's, he just told the studio straight up. He's like, look it, you guys want this out, but we're, give us six or three more months because we want to write better scripts. And they let him do it. So I think he started this whole thing. <laughs> okay. American Gods. This was a show that aired on Amazon. I had to download Amazon Prime to do it and use my Chromecast to cast my entire phone screen to my television because Amazon doesn't have... Chromecast support, so that's frustrating. But uh, that debuted in April 
last year. It was a big buzzy show. Lots of critics were all over that one. I liked it, didn't love it, yeah. but still would like to see season two. So when I was looking up the release date today, I saw a headline that says, American Gods adds three to cast for season two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they haven't even started production yet, so <laughs> it's not coming back until 2019. And of course, the big one, I thought... I thought AMC's Preacher had been gone for a while, but turns out it's coming back in June, and season two debuted in June, so... There you go. June 24th, I think, is a date for Preacher, but Game of Thrones yeah. is the big one. 2019, we still don't have a confirmed start date. It looks like April 2019, Was after it, it ended, what, uh, August in 2017? Something like that, yeah, so yeah. that's almost another two years right there. <clears throat> but at least that one, you know what the deal is. You know it's special effects, right? Yeah. All right. So. It's just the, the size of the production yeah. and the visual effects because it's going to be super visual effects heavy, and they want to make sure they get it right, and HBO is giving them the money to do it right, so I don't have a problem with that. I'd rather them get it right and make it look good because the effects in that show rival anything we see in uh, feature film. Absolutely. Okay. Um, we got about a minute left here. Ask me what I'm doing right after this. What are you doing right after I'm this, I'm going to watch the rest of Ocean's Eleven, which I started uh, watching yesterday, but I, I want to watch it again so I can go watch Ocean's Eight. Oh, yes. Ocean's Eight debut is in theaters right now. Yeah, 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hopefully, the trick is, could any movie, like, is Ocean's Eleven not among the most fun movies you've ever seen? Yes. That'll be the big test for Ocean's Eight is trying to live up to the fun of Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. But, and I mean, I would pick Sandra Bullock to do that. <laughs> And coming out on home video this week, not a whole lot. Uh, we've got one Blu-ray, just one? Yeah, just Tomb Raider. Okay, so Tomb Raider is coming out on Blu-ray, and that'll be available on demand as well. On Netflix, now available, the series finale of Sense8. I haven't watched that show. It was only on for two seasons, but I know when the Netflix canceled it, a lot of people were yep. upset about it, so sure. they went ahead and did this like ser special series finale. Uh, also new to Netflix just in the past couple of days, Lady Bird. You're one of your yep. favorites. I own it, so I don't care. Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I haven't actually I'm, gone out and bought that yet. I'm going to watch Thor for sure. And Mr. D se Season 7. Nice. And then Last Call for Netflix. Uh -oh. We mentioned this off the top. Last Call for the Captain. Talking about Captain America Civil War. Giving you the heads up because I know you sometimes go looking for those Marvel I do, movies. I did. I just watched that one right before I went to see Avengers Infinity War, so okay. I'm good. Shutter Island. Remember that? Yeah, I would actually. I should watch that again quickly. Too. June 15th is Last Call for that. June 16th for Captain America Civil War. And looking for further ahead. You mentioned this earlier, True Grit. I need to watch that on Netflix because my Blu-ray broke. Oh, oh. Like you're the disc or yeah, the, the uh, player? Yeah, no, DVD, sorry. But yeah, no, the disc won't play in my player for some reason. Oh, that's it. I lent it to a friend and it comes back and it doesn't work. But that's, wasn't me. Wasn't you. Okay. All right. They know who they are. That's all the time we have. Download the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, Google Play and iTunes. I'm Brad, he's Jeff. We are the Couch Potatoes. Remember, if it requires getting up off the couch, don't bother.